What is going on, squad? Welcome to another episode of the Chain Dives Make Money on the Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches. So, guys, today we're going to be talking about never giving up on your relationship because Kirsten and I have had a we've had a rough one. Mm-hmm. We had a rough go at the start, and I think that a lot of people see our relationship on social media and they're like, "Oh my god!" Like, I would love to have a relationship like you guys have. A lot of Christians and girls say that. A lot of my guys, it's not like my guys are like, I would love to have a relationship with you, Kirsten, because I have a lot of guys in my audience. But a lot of Christians and girls say that. So we mm-hmm. want to be honest about our relationship and tell you guys that it's not always sunshine and rainbows. No, and I think that's like, we thought about this topic and it reminded me of a client that just reached out to me that was like, I wish like I had what you and Brian had. And I think a lot of people will look for external sources for that feeling of like happiness in a relationship. But a lot of the time it's like right in front of your face. Mm. It's right. You're it's like within your partner. I also think something we should touch on too. is like so many of us, when we start to feel like a disconnect from our partner, we shy away, we treat them poorly. And I think that the way you treat someone is the direct representation of their, how they're going to treat you. So, so many girls are like, I want love for my partner, but they're shutting their partner out. And so it's like in order to receive love from your partner, you should be showing the love that you want to receive. Yes. And I think that like, how many people have ever been in the honeymoon phase of a relationship where like feels good to feel good? Mm-hmm. And like every single day you like wake up with your partner and you're like, fucking I like this person. Yeah. You know, especially if, once you start living with your partner. Mm-hmm. I feel like once Which you start- we moved in so quickly. Yeah. I yeah. feel like once you start living with your partner, that's when shit actually changes and you start yeah. to see like their weird habits, like in person farts on me. Once, one time. And I fucking hate that you bring that up every time that you can. One time, I literally actually don't fart in front of him, but he- I'm gonna tell them my secret. My alarm clock is waking up to Brian taking a shit. I don't. What the fuck is wrong with you? With you you fart. That's that's obnoxious. I wake up to you taking a crap every morning. Anyways, anyways. Okay, so <laughs> but what we're saying is that it goes a lot deeper than that. We're joking around, yes. but like, yes. I'm gonna be transparent and I'm gonna go first and let you guys know that I've done some shady shit in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Like there was a period in time where like when we first started dating, I was still getting over like my party phase and my addictive tendencies. Mm-hmm. And so I went away on, on a trip to Calgary. And when I went away, I got fucking blackout. Mm-hmm. Didn't text her for like 24 hours. And when I texted mm-hmm. her, I was like legit still hungover and fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I think like that those times caused me like massive amounts of anxiety. Like I was messaging Brian's auntie and I'm like, can you please tell me that my person is okay? And so it's hard because like a lot of our instincts are when things like this happen, it's like this independent woman thing where we're like, we need to find somebody that treats us with respect. And one of the reasons why I think Brian and I are so fucking strong is because we've never turned our backs on each other for longer than. Although we have though. Yes. So it's like, although we have. And so like, there's been instances in, if you want to open up with something. Yeah. I want to say for longer than a certain period of time. And then I'm going to go to my point. Yeah. So my tendency, and like you can say whatever you want, my tendency when I get upset or hurt or I'm going through something is like, I completely just like shut down and I will ignore the shit out of Brian. Like I will not talk to him. I won't look at him. He'll ask me how I'm doing and I'll do the whole like, and I'm good. Nothing's wrong. And he's like, no, seriously, like what's wrong? I'm like, nothing's wrong, but everything is wrong in that moment. So I have the tendency to shut down. I have the tendency to ignore him. And it caused a lot of problems in our relationship. Like even when we moved into our new house, mm-hmm. he was going through like, he's like so excited. We just got our dream house. Best day of my fucking life. Like, Best week of my whole life. The richest fuck song, like running around the house. And I felt like an imposter. I was like, what did I do to deserve this house? And so for me, I was almost like grieving my old life. And I was like, I don't know, like, who am I to be in this position? Who am I to be in this house? And so instead of like being really open with Brian, I did what I typically do. And that's just 
Shut, shut the fuck up, down. And I'm like, yes. and then I'm like running around the fucking house screaming, like, this is the best day of my fucking life. And like for a week, it was like I like couldn't connect with her. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I have no I idea. I'm like, am I? I'm like, so am I doing something wrong? She's like, no, it's not you. I just feeling weird. And I'm like, well, fucking for what? And she will not tell me. I, I went, that was in the past, actually. Yes, yeah. yeah. And I will now. Yeah. I do now. And like, I'm telling you guys that every single relationship that I've ever been in, it's came to this point where I felt like I couldn't communicate with my partner. And like most of my, like my most toxic relationship, I feel like it was almost out of fear of like the consequences of te- what telling the truth would do. Yeah. But then I brought that into this relationship where I felt like in order for me to be safe, that I needed to shut down and like opening up to him was not safe. It mm. was unsafe. And so don't do it. Don't do it. And that wasn't, that wasn't necessarily because of Brian directly, but a lot to do with like past relationships I had as well. Mm. Plus like, Brian and I have gone through a lot. So like where we're at now is so much farther than where we were when we first started yep. dating. I want to read a quote. Yeah. This is a Jay Shetty quote. All right, guys, check this out. This is Jay dropping some fucking knowledge on everybody. All right, check this out. The reality is none of us are easy to be with. We all suffer with something. So when you meet somebody who's willing to stay committed to understanding you and actually wants to grow with you, don't let something silly like ego and pride ruin it. I'm going to say that again. Yeah, say it again. The reality is none of us are easy to be with. We all suffer with something. So when you meet someone who's willing to stay committed to understand you and actually wants to grow with you, don't let something silly like pride and ego ruin it. Oh, that's so powerful. Guys, I've like, I've, there's been like situations in the relationship where like, I'm like, I'm ready to walk away. Mm-hmm. And there's also been situations for her yes. in the relationship yes. where she's like, I'm ready to walk away. Yes. And I think that what's fucking important is... Like, this is what I believe a relationship is. It's like, I'm committed to my own personal development. Yes. You're committed to your own personal development. And together, we're committed to working on the Mm -hmm. relationship, Mm -hmm. which means that there are times in mine and Kirsten's relationship where I like, even though I feel like I'm fucking right, I literally shut the fuck up and I say sorry. And I like, I'm like, just like love her until she like cools down. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with her. Mm -hmm. There are times where we get into fucking just like... And And I'm like, love me, love me, love me. He's like, get the fuck away from me. So, and then we're half like one person, like it, it's, it, we have to take turns, right? It's mm-hmm. like, sometimes it's like, I have to just look at like the situation of like, this is not worth me losing this person mm-hmm. and this argument is not worth it. So I'm mm-hmm. going to shut the fuck up. I'm going to give her a hug. I'm going to say sorry. And I'm going to like love her through her coldness. That was, mm-hmm. by the way, that's a hack to fucking Kristen's like coldness yes, yes, is like, yes, you have yes, to like yes. love her through it. it you got to love her through it. So yes. like. There was a point, can I tell him about the Mexico trip? When we first started dating, Kirsten was like, you should go on a trip. You should go on a trip. And I was like, I would love to go on a trip. And she's like, yeah, you haven't like seen your friends a lot. So I'm like, maybe you should go on a trip like with your friends. I'm like, that sounds like a good idea. So then my boy Brendan calls me and he's like, yo, bro, like I was supposed to go on like a trip with, for my company and I don't want to go. And I want to like still go on a trip. So like, do you want to go on a boy's trip? I'm like, dude. My Kirsten and I were just talking about this and she said I should go on a trip. And so we're like, I'm like, okay, let's go. And uh, so I ended up booking the trip and then I called Kirsten. I'm like, babe, you know how you said we should go, I should go on a trip? I'm like, I booked one with Brendan. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm going next month. And then she's like, she's like, okay, cool, cool, hung up. And then the next call, she's like, I'm mailing you your passport. I'm breaking breaking up with you. you. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, you just told me to go on a fucking trip. So like the, but the, that's not talking about that. The way through that was like, I, like, I literally draw, she, even though she broke up with me, Mm -hmm. I was like, 
I love you so fucking much. And mm-hmm. I like sent her like a letter in the mail. I want to, I want to, can I tell my side of this? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, because this is where it gets good. Okay, so it was with his single best friend. I want to say that, but it was like, I had so much anxiety from my past relationship. I was like, and this is again, where the independent woman phase comes in. Like independent woman, I don't deserve to be treated like this. And he's like, he hasn't treated you poorly. He literally <laughs> talked about going on a trip. And so I was like, yeah, I don't deserve this. Going to Mexico to party. Like I'm not putting up with this. I've already told him like, I'm not dating a partier and like me and Haley will be fun on our own. So I mail, guys, I was dead serious. She mailed me my passport. Mail, I did. She did. I was fucking dead serious. I'm like, I don't deserve to be, I don't deserve this. You're going to go to Mexico. And like, I created a story in my mind that was not true. I'm like, yeah. you're going to go to Mexico. You're going to hit all these fucking bitches, blah, 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 blah. So Savage. anyways, I'm like so heartbroken because we just told each other we loved each and other. And I'm heartbroken because I'm like, you told me to go on the trip. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Sort of told them. I don't remember that part, but I trust yeah. you. So I'm so like, so heartbroken. I'm independent woman with Haley crying in the bathroom at every possible chance I can get. And Ryan sends me a text and he's like, Hey, if you get a letter, he's like, please, he's like, please don't read the letter. And so sure enough, a few days passes and there's this cute. Cause I I actually, so before I booked the trip, I mailed her a letter Yeah. and the letter was like, I love you so much. Like I could see myself starting a family with you. Like you're my best friend in the world. Like it was like, Dude. dude and i had already mailed a letter before she broke up with me so i texted her i was like do don't, not read, like, the don't read that don't, don't read, the, read the letter, letter. like and if you want to get over your shit i'm like don't read the fucking letter she's like what letter like, don't read it so the letter comes in and i'm like left it sitting on the counter for like a couple days and then i opened it and this cute bastard was like i know this might sound crazy but like i see forever with you i see a family with you i see me getting married to you and i felt like curling i was like i just let go of someone that i love <laughs> for such a ridiculous reason and he, can i tell the part okay he i'm just gonna tell it right. i called him i had to tell him like i was like i'm just gonna call him and tell him like i fucked up i'm sorry and i love him and i called him and i could tell he'd been crying and he'd been meditating you'd be meditating he's like i'm meditating eight <laughs> Fuck you. a day and i in that moment i was like he like worked through that was huge for me because yeah, yeah, yeah. like i wanted to just like turn my back on him and i wanted to walk away because i felt like i needed to prove something but in reality, it was like just one of the things that we were going to get through together. So, yeah. yeah. And like, and from my end, it's like, it would have been really easy for me to be like, this chick is fucking crazy. Like, like, it would have been really easy for me. To, but I was like, I do see something with this person. So I was like, if it's, this is how I view the situation. Okay. If in that moment, I would have been like, fuck you. You told me to go on a, a vacation and clearly you're crazy. Fuck you. Yeah. Out. yeah. Like, I would have just found the next partner and then I would have just repeated the same patterns because I would have just done the same things mm-hmm. in the next relationship mm-hmm. and I wouldn't have learned the lesson. Mm-hmm. So for me, the way that I view the situation, I was like, if this relationship is actually going to be over, I'm going to let it be over, but I'm going to do everything in my fucking power to make sure that it doesn't end. That way I can look at myself in the mirror and tell myself like there wasn't anything I would have done differently. Mm-hmm. So throughout that like Mexico trip, I literally like texting like I, I didn't touch a drop of alcohol by the way i went he to did. mexico he didn't, yeah. didn't touch a fucking drop i was like oh with my he boy bastard. brennan he was like drinking i'm like i can't drink i'm sorry yeah. i'm like if i drink he made a commitment to me I, I was like i'll break trust with first i'm like i'm not gonna drink so i literally went to mexico all-inclusive for 10 fucking days didn't touch a drop of alcohol but i would have been really easy for me to say fuck you but in that moment i was like i like i don't want to fucking break trust with this relationship mm-hmm. i wanted to like i wanted to stick it out just wanted to take a quick minute to say i want to change your life 
If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. And I think that's just like one of the many things that we've worked through together as a team. Like there's been times where Brian has told me things that again, like same with me where I was like, I'm like going to turn my back on him, but I just like will love him through like anytime you've been vulnerable with me, I just like love to you through it. I'll talk, I'll yeah. talk. Let's stop with yeah. the fucking honeymoon. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We, talk about that on the we talked about that on the podcast. Yeah. But I know that a lot of people probably haven't okay. heard it. And I so know here's my truth is like, I believed for a long time that I had like kicked my addiction, mm-hmm. that my addiction was over and it was done. Kirsten and I went on a honeymoon, we went to Turks and Caicos. Mm-hmm. And when we went on the honeymoon, it was like, we weren't working. Mm-hmm. We were just partying and having fun. Oh my gosh. So yeah. you just like, were getting fucking literally wasted almost every day. Every day. It was like every yeah. day. And so there was one night where I got like blackout drunk and in the middle of me getting blackout drunk, somehow I found fucking cocaine because that's what happens when you're an addict. It's like, Mm -hmm. as much as I like to believe that I'm not an addict, that trip made me realize I was. Mm -hmm. Somehow I found cocaine. I ended up doing cocaine on on our honeymoon. I was so fucking ashamed and so embarrassed about it that I literally just like, I just hid it from person. Mm -hmm. I never told her that I did Mm -hmm. it. I never fucking admitted that I did this, did cocaine. Mm -hmm. And so like, because I'm like, this is my logic. I was like, I was like, I don't want to ruin our honeymoon. And I don't want her to have this like negative perception on something that's supposed to be like the best fucking week of our life. Yeah. So I literally just hit it and I just buried it. But what happened is when I buried it, the secret from my fucking wife, who I'm supposed to be intimately connected with, mm-hmm. it just caused this massive rift in our relationship mm-hmm. because I was like cold and dismissive. And mm-hmm. she didn't know why I was cold and dismissive. Mm-hmm. But the reason that I was cold and dismissive is I was like arguing with my own consciousness every day. Mm-hmm. Like, like there was like this guilt and the shame around the fact that I like fucking did drugs and I didn't tell her. Yeah. And I was just like every single day before I'd go to bed, I'd be like talking myself out of telling her, talking myself out of fucking telling her the truth. Mm-hmm. And like, I just pulled away more and more and more and more and more. And then finally one night, like the guilt literally fucking consumed me. And I'm like, I have to tell you something. Mm-hmm. I was like, I fucking did cocaine on our honeymoon. And she was like, I fucking knew it. I knew it. I already know things before, but it's like, even in that moment, I was like, I could be upset with him or like, I like thought about it. I'm like, is this something that is like, I'm willing to walk away from our relationship from? And I'm like, I know Brian Mark, like as a man and Brian Mark as a man, he is not an addict. This is not like an every weekend occasion. This was a slip up. And I think for you, like that vulnerability was like something I hadn't seen a lot in you before that level. And like, he was just like breathing, like super, super, super heavy. And was like, I can tell you something in my heart dropped. And like, I feel like I said this in a post before, but I like see the man that Brian has the potential of being. And he stepped into that every single day since we got together. Mm. And so for me, I almost felt more gratitude that he felt like he could be open with me and we could actually start working towards like, being better because I, I like mm. I felt that disconnect from you mm. and that night when you told me we were able to work through it so like you guys we worked through so much together and like if we look at ourselves from when we first started dating mm. right to now like your business your self-development your body everything you guys has we're on fire like we're not, not gonna fucking we're on fire yeah. and we've just because we worked through stuff together and it's like every time we work through something and Brian makes a commitment he literally will never make that mistake again 
he learns from everyone. And it's the same with me. Yeah. When I commit to change and I commit to being better, I'm like, I'm actually changing. And I think that's really important. I feel like don't tolerate the same state over and over and over and over and over again. But yeah. it's like that commitment to being yeah. better. So yes, somebody asked if we've gone to couples counseling. Yes, we have. Mm -hmm. And I think that the reason we're having this conversation is because most people, when they get into adversity in their relationship, mm -hmm. it's like the first instinct is to run. Yes. But if you run every single time there's adversity in a relationship and you never work through things, it's like mm -hmm. you'll never grow. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I see like a lot of relationships where I'm like, it like shocks me when it comes to an end. I'm like, how did that? Like, there's been some of our friends where I'm like, how did that fucking end? Yes. Like, I'm like, that doesn't what? make any sense. Yeah. But then it's just like, I feel like feelings aren't communicating. Mm -hmm. It's like, and even on like whatever level, like we've had some savage conversations. Yes. Like savage yes. to the level yes. where like, I don't feel attracted to you right now. Yes. Like that, yes. that level yes. of savage. But yeah. I think that a lot of people aren't willing to have those conversations with each other. And so mm -hmm. they just fucking, you just let this fucking attraction for your partner die down or you let the distance between you and your partner fucking widen or you just like keep burying secrets or you do things to distract you, like go out and fucking party or like mm -hmm. fucking talk to other guys or talk to other girls. It's like, mm -hmm. you just need to level with your fucking partner and like never give up on the relationship. I do, absolutely. And it's like, you've been together for like I think over four years now. And it's like, you go through those phases. You go through phases where like, I think he's the sexiest man in the entire world. And then I go through phases where I'm like, oh, we need to put like a fucking brick wall up. Get away from me. Life right? Okay. Okay. But it's like being aware of those can be communicated. And sometimes you don't need to communicate that. But I just like, those are normal parts of relationships. You are building a life with somebody. You cannot expect it to be all sunshine and rainbows. And if you're constantly chasing the honeymoon phase, you're going to be forever miserable. Because yeah. honeymoon phases do not last forever. And I would argue that like, I'm like so much more in love with him now than I was when we first started dating Yeah. because of all this stuff we've worked through together. And I know that like, we're going to go through more shit and yeah. we're going to have more arguments and there's going to be more disagreements, but I've never been more certain in my life that like, this is the person that I will weather any storm with. And we'll just like power through together. I think that the important thing to talk about today is that like, cut off the alternative of like leaving the relationship in your mind for mm -hmm. like 90% of conversation. Exactly. If you're, if you're in an abusive relationship and there's somebody fucking hitting yes. you, get out. get out. But I'm like, for the most part, like cut off the alternative that there's a way out, especially if you're married. Mm -hmm. Like if you're married and you've made a commitment to somebody, like, like cut off the alternative in your fucking head mm -hmm. of like getting a divorce and then find a way to make it work because there's a reason you married that fucking person yes. in the first place. Right? There's a fucking reason. And so like, I think to me, like the idea of like, the idea of divorce is like, that's a very fucking hard pill to swallow. Like, and I don't think that there's a lot of situations that it should happen, but like, unfortunately the divorce, it's like over 50%. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because a lot of people aren't willing to do the fucking work. Mm -hmm. Like it's like hard. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes I look at it like, fuck you. Mm -hmm. But you just like do the work. You just have to do the fucking work. And like mm -hmm. a lot of doing the work is like coming to terms with like, there's takes two fucking people to tango. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if I'm upset at her about something, it's likely something that's like fucking inside of me too. Mm -hmm. Like there's a reason that I'm getting triggered. So like, what is it happening inside of me that's causing me to be triggered about the situation? Like, how can I work through this? Like, even as an example, like when she goes out, I know that she gets fucking hit on. I'm not stupid. And so like, I could be like, never go out without me. <laughs> or I could like understand that like, she's a good looking girl and I can work through my own insecurities instead of projecting them yes. onto her. Yes. And so like, that's like, that's that's a me thing that's not a her thing mm -hmm. so it's like i think understanding that it takes two people in a relationship to make it work mm -hmm. and i think both people this is my belief on relationships mm -hmm. both people 
have to be committed to doing the work on themselves. Yes. And both people have to be committed to doing the work on the relationship. Yes. Those are two fucking important parts. Because if I'm doing the work on the relationship, mm-hmm. but I'm not doing the work on myself, I'm insecure. At 120 fucking percent. I think like you literally, like one thing that has like remained true for us for our entire relationship is we were always willing to work on ourselves. If you are with somebody that is unwilling to put in the work on themselves, if you're with somebody that's unwilling to own up to their part, it pretty much leaves you out of fucking, it's, it's a dead end. Yeah. There's nothing you can do, but we are so committed to working on ourselves, which means it's easier for us to make it work together. I also think a lot of people just like, like when I married Brian Mark, I didn't marry Brian Mark because I thought it was going to be sunshines and rainbows. She married me because I'm handsome. That and because I was like, I can see myself building a really phenomenal life with this person and I'm willing to weather the storms with this person. So way too many people, I think the reason why there's such a high divorce rate is like, you're not, you're only marrying someone for reasons outside of like, it's not always going to be fun and games. Like it just isn't. You're going to have to work through shit together. And so it's like, why are you marrying your partner? Why are you married to your partner? Because way too many of us just like walk away as soon as we walk away as soon as we get the chance. And I think that a lot more people need to focus on like the commitment that you need and communicate your feelings and like understand that once you like weather those storms together, you really do just like become closer and become better and your relationship becomes stronger. Yeah. And someone just said they like my beard. So if you like my beard, go start commenting on my Instagram and Facebook posts, hashtag be Mark, Beard. Be Mark Beard. I yeah. like the beard too. Yeah. So we're going to wrap this podcast up and I want to read the quote from Jay Shetty one more time. All right. Yeah. The quote from Jay Shetty is the reality is none of us are easy to be with. Mm-hmm. We all suffer from something. Mm-hmm. So when you meet someone who's willing to stay committed to understanding you and actually wants to grow with you, don't let something silly like ego and pride ruin it. Like it's going to be fucking hard sometimes you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's going to be fucking hard but like mm-hmm. if you found somebody that's like willing to work with you even when you're being fucking irrational mm-hmm. like don't let something silly like ego and pride ruin it drop mm-hmm. the fucking ego mm-hmm. because if you don't drop the ego the next person that you find you're just going to run into the same shit because you're going to bring the same you into a new relationship mm-hmm. all right dude that's it that's it that's, that's fucking all. it that's all i am can i say one more you can say okay. as many things as you want So my last thing is, is that obviously, like we said before, but I think this is a really important part to touch on is like, if your partner is unwilling to work on themselves, I really do believe that's a dead end. So this is not to say to like spend 50 years trying to figure something out with somebody and never finding happiness. Like 90% of the time with Brian, like I really am so happy and we're just committed on growth. We're going to the gym together. And then the other 10% is like, we're working on shit. Right. So just like know your limits, play within it, but also just like weather the storms with the person you chose to weather the storms with because those storms are going to come with somebody else and you just got to find the right person to paddle through paddle through the seas of life the seas of life together seas of life all right guys yeah all right where are they funny you guys can find me on all social media platforms kirsten mark the cute little witch my profile picture now just a cute girl with the dark hair tattoos big boobs kirsten mark Peace, love, protein. Have the best day of your motherfucking life. And we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Let's go. Bye.